Oh, welcome to another Too Many Captains mini-sode. Today, we have one of our recurring segments, What Are We Talking About? This recording drops on March 15th, 2022, and on this day, way back in 44 BC, the leader of the Roman Empire and renowned lover of orange smoothies and salads, Julius Caesar, was killed. A group of 60 senators conspired to assassinate him and change the world forever. This occasion also marked the last time 60 Senate members would ever agree on anything. Truth. (laughs) So today we are talking about films that deal with the topic of assassination. Maddie G, I believe we previously discussed the rapper Everlast on the show before. How would you describe the conflict between the title character from the lead single on Eat It Whitey's and the person who betrayed him. Judas and the Black Messiah? That's correct. <laughs> Which coincidentally is also my pick. Wow. <laughs> so this movie was one of my favorite films of last year. This movie is a crime drama about the assassination of Fred Hampton, who was the chairman of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panthers. Performances in this film are great all around, and both Lakeith Stanfield friend of the pod I'd, I'd like to say oh yeah big friend <laughs> and daniel kaluuya were both nominated for academy award for best supporting actor with kaluuya winning it it was also nominated for best picture best original screenplay and best cinematography if you haven't seen this movie yet rent it or fire it up on hbo max anybody else like this film i really like this movie i do not understand how the nominations work because if they were both supporting yeah. who was the lead, the FBI guy they were working for. <laughs> who was barely in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. One of them had to be the lead, if not both, notwithstanding how nominations work. I think both of them are great. And I am a big Lakeith fan. Like just everything he's done, I always find him interesting. And this is a tough, tough role because I still find myself somehow feeling some sympathy connection with a character who, if you look at the history, he's got to be the bad guy. (laughs) Yeah. I understand he's in a tough spot, but how you can do that to your friend and somebody who was so important to the community, it's, it's tough. True. And yeah, but going back to the Academy Award thing, I was like, well, doing that's just going to screw them both out of the award because it'll split the votes if, if people really like this movie, but luckily it didn't. Yeah. That was a super weird Oscars too, though. That was, yeah. First pandemic Oscars. Yeah. Here's hoping that this year's a little better. The pandies. The (laughs) pandies. Have you seen this, Money? Yes, I watched this on the Pandemovision (laughs) HBO Max, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good movie. Shows you the stories and specifically then what happened versus what gets reported or, you know, how it goes down and statistics aren't the same thing. People like to... uh, cite statistics for this and that and then you go oh well you know according to what it's in the books like this was you know some attack on the police basically is how it would would look when instead that's not what occurred right and that just the entire group of the black panthers is one of those things where up until for sure in the last 10 years the only thing I had ever known about them was small representations in some a couple of movies where there was kind of a side character or Forrest Gump books. And every time they kind of were some angry terrorist type group that 
I never really understood the totality of their message and how much they were in a tough spot and trying to get some attention on issues that need to be talked about and took another 50 years before anybody bothered to listen. Yeah. All right, money. Remind me again which MCU hero you were saying should get their own origin story movie but wouldn't because of gender discrimination at the box office. Oh, that would be it's easy. That's Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I was going to talk about the 2008 Valkyrie movie where it covers the plot about a guy trying to kill Hitler. Now, they put this guy on a pedestal but nobody puts uh, the guy on the pedestal that killed Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Who was that, Chris? Oh, Zadoff. <laughs> so, some guy named some kid. Some kid. Some Austrian kid. Some named Austrian Adolf. kid named Adolf. Yeah. <laughs> Used to Eva, be a painter. Eva Braun's husband. <laughs> Used to be a Eva Braun's. Oh man, I can't horrible, horrible joke. Sorry guys. So from a historical standpoint, the movie definitely changes some things around. But I think. You know, since we can't have books anymore <laughs> um, or discuss anything about the Nazis, I think that at least maybe you can watch the movie and you'll get the gist of what's going on. Not necessarily the, you know, the specific people involved, you know, some of it's for dramatic effect, but the overall plot, the attempt, you know, things didn't happen in the same order, but, you know, they had basically had a plan to be able to take over the country and take care of the SS at the same time, which if it worked would have saved a lot of problems. Yeah. And it was a lot closer to working than I think I had ever realized. Yeah. A little bit off. Just move it away from the leg, man. Leg of the leg of the table. It's like if Aaron Rodgers was playing the bomb. It was the playoffs. <laughs> I'm assuming you guys have all seen this one, right? I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is one of those. I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of weird that we have all seen it to a certain extent, but at the same time, not. I don't know. I don't know who I would put in. I think maybe it's just weird because, you know, you're used to Tom Cruise being the action star that gets it done, right? And this yeah. time he doesn't. He doesn't. So I'm like, was he miscast? Would you guys recast him? I like it. I like it as a a different kind of Tom Cruise movie. Okay. And I was just asking a question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they definitely could have gone another way with it. I mean, the fact that they got Tom Cruise is probably where the money came from in the first place. That's and, true. That's true. But it it marks that that partnership that he's had with writer director Christopher McQuarrie, who wrote the screenplay for this, and the story comes together so well. It is so intense throughout, and it builds and it builds and builds, and even. If you did go ahead and, you know, read up on Wikipedia about the plot for the assassination, which I didn't, going into it, it's it's an entertaining film. And I was on the edge of my seat, like, well, what's going to happen? And and I think this was right before Inglorious Bastards, but it, it had that element to where I was like, even if you know the truth, is that what's going to happen in the movie? Not necessarily. Yeah, they could have changed it. For- could have changed it to where... I don't know. I was just like, it was a story that I didn't know and I loved finding out about. But once you get past the Tom Cruise, whether or not that's your favorite actor, I, I thought it was fine. But Kenneth Branagh, Bill Nye, Tom Wilkinson, Terrence Stamp, like just a solid cast of like yeah. 
big time stage and screen actors and I thought it was good. Man, for a while there, like Tom Wilkinson was like the supporting actor to get. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, he's good. His turn in uh, Michael Clayton is one of my favorite performances as a supporting actor in recent years. So, yeah, or immediately before. Yeah, one year before. Masters. It's all back in the good old days when Nazis were still bad. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this is going to play well with the locals. <laughs> this is going to go well. I mean, we're going to get... Dude, you don't even know. Between all of our defensive Nazis and what's coming up next, we're going to hit it. We're going to hit it. So Johnny Dangerous, whose son is going to come back from the dead? (laughs) On the grassy knoll. (laughs) And be Trump's 2024 running mate. Well, that's JFK. (laughs) The 1991 Oliver Stone film is my choice for the category. Because it explores the events that I think of first when the word assassination comes up. John F. Kennedy, the 35th president, was killed in Dallas, Texas during a motorcade in 1963. For those who were alive in that moment, it's one of the few life events that people reference where they were when the world changed. The film is based on the book by Jim Garrison, the New Orleans DA, who filed charges against a local businessman for alleged participation in conspiracy in the assassination. Stone really goes through the looking glass, taking us down nearly every alternate theory that led to the events, and it all culminates in one of the greatest courtroom speeches that has ever been captured on film. Movie stars Kevin Costner and a ton of acting talent, including Kevin Bacon, Tommy Lee Jones, Laurie Metcalf, Gary Oldman, Joe Pesci, Donald Sutherland, Sissy Spacek, Jack Lemon, Walter Matthau, John Candy, and like 20 other names you have heard before. It was nominated for eight Oscars and won two for editing and cinematography. It was Robert Richardson's first of three Oscars for Best Cinematography, who is one of three living individuals to hold that distinction. The movie was one of my favorites growing up and really drew me in. At the time I first saw it, I think I probably didn't comprehend some of the differences between documentary and feature films. I was suspicious and may have followed him down the rabbit hole. Ultimately, now I find myself looking at it more as understanding how the tragedy impacted people and less about uncovering an uncomfortable truth. If this incident, the following investigations, the books, and the film, in some ways, may have birthed the current conspiracy craze we currently live in, what do you guys think about my choice? Well, it's obviously the lizard people. <laughs> this is such an interesting story. And I, I don't think everything's... I know that there was a point in time when they were... I thought they were supposed to declassify some of the documents, but then I don't know that they did. Yeah. I think they might have pulled it back. Some got declassified and others got extended. Yeah. So I'm wondering, you know, Ted Cruz's dad is involved, obviously. <laughs> um, I didn't see him in the movie, but... It's a very interesting story and the conspiracy theories surrounding it do have some evidence such as, you know, taking somebody who's trained and trying to get as many shots off and sure. being at, you know, all of that stuff where you sit there and you, you tell somebody to do something. Um, you have the assassination of him later. The assassin getting killed. Yeah. I do think there's definitely more to the story. Otherwise they wouldn't have, not declassified some of it unless it's something like you know pictures 
of him dead, which are already out there anyway. Yeah. Mm. Or something like that. I think it's appealing. And I understand why people follow conspiracy theories, but it always breaks down for me when I try to think about getting a grasp on that. Like, what are we now? This is, we'll be coming up on the 60th anniversary of this event. And the fact that whichever one of the five or 10 different huge plots that he discussed not getting out there to the to a wider public when it would have involved, depending on which plot, you know, anywhere between 10 and hundreds or thousands of individuals just seems impossible to me. But it's interesting. And I do think that a lot of people had a lot of different things to gain by situations happening, but I don't think that means that they actually had anything to do with it. So Yeah, it is definitely interesting. I know I've watched countless History Channel documentaries on trying to you know, debunk this or that, as I'm sure many of us have. But this, along with like Area 51 stuff, probably has contributed to Mm -hmm. and general distrust of the government to our current, you know, everything's a conspiracy. Do your own research. Yeah. (laughs) God. (laughs) Well, they just say that our... Well, what I read was... our, Our motto has always been do your own research. Yeah. My not honorable mention, I guess. Okay. I don't think it exists, but it it exists in other movies. But there hasn't been a Martin Luther King Jr. assassination movie. No, surprisingly enough. There have been movies related to where he's been assassinated during the movie. You know, there's been several of it's been an event um, in, in a bunch of movies. With Martin Luther King Jr.'s death, there's a lot of weird stuff going on with that whereas another like okay well wait a minute how did this guy get out how did you know how did he what did he how did he get out of here all sorts of things Mm. where it's like well this isn't you know conspiracy theories too are like well this doesn't make any sense and i think that would be interesting to see did you guys have any honorable mentions oh he had the one i can't I, i have a bunch okay all right we all approach this from historical events but it didn't necessarily have to be So I'll give you guys two categories and see if you can guess any of the ones that I'm thinking of. Okay. Here's my two categories. I picked a couple of films from each of these. Assassins, like the protagonist, is an assassin. (laughs) (laughs) They kill even more evil people. So the protagonist is the assassin, but they're killing worse people so we can allow it. Right off the bat, I'm thinking Barry. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a perfect example of this, but okay. these are movies. So my three were Clear and Present Danger, The Accountant, and Mr. Right. Mr. Right. And then my second category was protagonists who have been manipulated into an assassination plot. Like they're somehow involved in it, but they were unknowing or unwilling participants. Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, <laughs> The Manchurian Candidate, either version <laughs> and collateral mm-hmm. what was the angelina jolie movie wanted or something that one kind of got has got both elements in it yeah. <laughs> they're like killing worse people and manipulated into shooter with mark Wahlberg. yep absolutely ray j and kim kardashian sex tape <laughs> <laughs> he just took a drink <laughs> you should have waited <laughs> and with that <laughs> 
that takes us to the end of what are we talking about episode. You can find us at a moviepodcast.com or wherever you find your podcast. Since you're listening to this right now, I'm assuming you know where that is, but maybe you have a friend and you, you and your friend are on vacation and you went out drinking the night before and drank too much. Now your friend is feeling sick and they ask you to put on this podcast to make them feel better. Now you're in the hotel room listening to this podcast. You don't know where to find our podcast. If that's you, you can probably just ask your friend or you could go to a moviepodcast.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>